is not looking good for Ellen DeGeneres right now and uh, this is after dozens of former employees and current employees came out and claimed that there was racism, bullying and sexual harassment on the set of the program. Not going through a good rough, uh, good shot, are they? No, and a lot of those uh, employees remained anonymous until now. A former show producer, this is Hedda Muscat, she has officially come out and made some shocking claims, mm. not only about Ellen, but also some of the uh, higher-ups in that organisation saying that she was emotionally abused amid the toxic workplace scandal. It's quite a good investigative piece by BuzzFeed, isn't it? And it she is. had the option to go anonymous, yes. but she said, no, stuff it, I'm going to go out to hope other people do the same. If I put my name to it, then maybe more people will do the same. And she actually also has given her first television interview, so take a oh. listen what she had to say about what it was like working for Ellen DeGeneres. Toxic, phony, hypocrite, liar. That's what she is. We were told from the very beginning, don't talk to Ellen, don't do this, you can't you know, go into her office. It was very nerve-wracking, very stressful. We all walked on eggshells all the time. We were in our production meetings and she would watch Ed go off on people. Ellen would look at Ed and she would laugh because I was hoping she was going to say, Ed, you can't be yelling at crew this way. You can't be yelling at people this way. She laughed and she said... Every production needs their dog. Ed is her dog, her attack dog, so therefore she doesn't need to do that. That is a former Ellen producer coming out against her employee, saying that it was a truly toxic workplace to work for. And also, Sam, this is uh, another former DJ has broken his silence about the allegations of the environment on the talk show. This is Tony, who I can't pronounce his last name, Akinbawa. He appeared on the show from 2003 all the way to 2006, had a break, and then 2007 to 2013. So he's the guy that plays the music when mm. Ellen comes out. He gets the crowd before, up and about. Before Twitch. Correct, before Twitch. He posted on Instagram saying he's been getting a lot of calls about the show and he wants to address it. Here we go. He said... Juicy, turn it down. While I am grateful for the opportunity it afforded me, I did experience and feel the toxicity of the environment of the environment and I stand with my former colleagues in their quest to create a healthier more inclusive workplace at the Ellen DeGeneres show moving forward. It's a very good way to word it. He did very and well. And he's a very trustworthy and good person so I believe him. This is a good start I think. It's going to be a bit of a it's a smoking gun. I think so many other workplaces are going to be exposed mm. after this. It looks like the Me Too movement. Especially in Hollywood. Hollywood. But then even down to normal businesses that treat people poorly, yep. it is definitely... Not in this day and age. Global. You and can't get away with it. And it's going to change. So things like this will be good. Ellen has still remained quite quiet on this all, trying to distance herself from all of this, but... We no might longer. hear from her. Her <laughs> wife posted something on Instagram oh, saying that she stands with her, but it's a risky game I mean, to you play. Would, you would with your wife. You'd hope so. Yeah. It's the weekend blinding lights just, on here. I stand against my wife. <laughs> Bronte and Sam approve this catch-up. Head to hit.com.au for more.
Meghan Markle has celebrated two wins this week, Sam. Mm. She turned 39 earlier this week on Tuesday. Well, congratulations. That's and a good achievement. It is. On Wednesday, she won a battle in her court case. What's going on? So she has won the... Uh, the battle that was to protect the identity of five of her friends. So basically, this is a pre-trial hearing going on at the moment regarding the bigger court case that she has against the publishers of Mail on Sunday and Associated Newspapers Limited. It's over the publication of a private and confidential letter that she wrote, hand-wrote to her father, Thomas Markle. So they published this letter and they published a lot of personal details about their relationship how they got this letter and things is the questionable mm. part. You assume probably from her dad to get some money. But it was during this kind of onslaught about Megan and her character that five of her friends spoke to um, People magazine, which is a different publisher altogether. Yeah. But basically they uh, approached People magazine to do a piece about restoring the character of Megan. And um, in this article, they were just detailing that she was being bullied at the time by the press. She was pregnant with her first child and they were concerned about the toll that the media criticism was having on the Duchess. There was worried about it. Yeah, Diana 2.0, wasn't it? Absolutely. And so Megan apparently did not know at the time that her friends were going to be speaking to People magazine. As I said, they were kept anonymous and only referred to as... Uh, witness of witness A to E, basically. But during this bigger court case now against the uh, Mail on Sunday and Associated Newspapers Limited, they are claiming they needed to have those five friends' names printed in the court case. Jokes on them. Their names are A to E. <laughs> yeah, that is their name. What would you be? Which one? Oh, B for Bronte. Good, just checking. We're switched um, on. But Megan obviously wanted to protect the identity of these friends and it went in her favour yesterday with British Judge Sir Mark David John Warby ruling that her friends who spoke to People magazine will remain anonymous in court proceedings, quote, for the time being at least. So, yeah, and so they should. For the, yeah, for the time being, I agree with that. Yeah, That's yeah. Good. And so this is just the beginning of what is going to be a multi-year trial, we assume. She has agreed to pay around uh, $120,000 after losing the first round of her legal battle over the publication of this mm. uh, letter. So she's lost the first round, but they're continuing. So good luck to them. If the sources are credible... Mm-hmm. And they've been disclosed to the people in the courtroom in terms of the judges or whatever. A to E, yeah, the that, people. Yeah. Mm. That's enough, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It, Why does it have to exactly. be public knowledge? It doesn't. And I think that they they're would legitimate, just... legitimate, they're credible, move on. They would use this as ammunition against Megan, mm. saying that she possibly was feeding information to them. And what they'll do then is then question the character of those people. They'll exactly. be investigated for any little thing. that One of them might have a urinating in public charge, and then yeah, that's a big deal. Speaking from experience there? Haven't got one, That's but I know good. a few people who have. Yeah, true. I'll uh, make Bronte sure. Langbrook. To... How dare you? Ooh, that was a high-pitched squeal. Still listening? Well, there's plenty more where that came from. This is The Catch-Up with Bronte and Sam.